Welcome to Passive Income Group 360, the podcast for new and upcoming entrepreneurs who are ready to stop living from paycheck to paycheck and finally achieve real financial freedom. This is your host, Lisa Michelle. I've been a solo attorney for 20 years, but in 2019, I began my search for the best sources of passive income. Now, each and every Friday, I share with you everything I've learned along the way. No fake gurus, no flashy Lambos, just real information that you can use today. So what are we waiting for? Let's get started. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Passive Income Group 360, the podcast. This is your host, Lisa Michelle. How are you? If it's your first time here, welcome. Uh, If you've been here before, welcome back. I appreciate you for joining me once again. And today's episode is actually sponsored by my blogging boot camp. So it's a start your blog boot camp and it starts on June 1st. And it'll be 14 days. And by the end of the 14 day challenge, you should be able to have a live blog, like ready to go. And there are four steps that we're going to go through. And I'm going to go through them now. And then I'm actually going to kind of, I guess, go into one of uh, the lessons that's covered in the boot camp. So the first thing that we're going to do in that challenge is the seven steps. First thing is to learn how to choose a niche for your blog. Lesson two is you want to know how to choose a domain name and then how to secure that domain. Lesson three is how to choose a web hosting company and plan and where you'd find it. Lesson four is how to design your website. Lesson five is actually writing your first post using Google Docs. And we'll talk about why. And lesson six is finding images for your blog. So it's not just a whole big ugly block of text. You want to add images and pictures to make it more interesting and more engaging for your readers. And then lesson seven is actually posting that very first blog post. So it should be exciting. And for this episode, I want to focus on lesson number four, and that's knowing how to design your website. So, you know, it's a lot of fun, at least for me, it's a lot of fun to go in and, you know, find all the bells and whistles that you can add to your blog post and to your website and change the colors and play around with, you know, fancy things. But really the most important thing you need for your blog is content. So you don't want to get too caught up in you know the color and the fonts and all that. You want it to look nice and professional, of course, but we don't want to lose sight of the fact that people are coming to your site, not to see, you know, the color of your pages or to find out if you're using gradients um, it has, you know, in your background, they want to read content. They want to see something that's going to either answer a question for them, help them get out of a jam, educate them on something, enlighten them. You know, they're coming to you for your actual content. So play around with it. Sure. But make sure that definitely when you're first starting out that you're focusing on, um, adding content to your site. So yeah, I want to focus on what will be lesson number four. And that's actually designing your site. So of course you want to have, you want to look professional, you want to look nice, that's a given. But there are also certain pages that you definitely want to make sure um, that your website has. And there are nine things that I think you should definitely have when you're first starting out with your blog. The first page you want to have is an about me page. And this is not in any particular order. Okay, so the first one is an about me page because you want to let your readers know who you are. Let them 
maybe see your face or learn something interesting about you. Um, you don't have to tell a whole life story, but you want to give a sense of who you are. And it's so funny that I'm saying this because I'm actually working on my about page, uh, not as we speak, but I'm actually working on my about page now. I'm getting um, you know pictures taken so that I can put that on the site and kind of add a little bit about myself. So that's probably why that came to mind first is because that's what I'm actually working on myself is the about me page. The second page is terms and conditions. So while most people don't read the legal mumble jumble on the site, you still want to have it there um, and you protect yourself by letting your readers know what they can't and can do on your website. You know, what they, what's permitted, what's not, you know, it's just good to have that there um, in case there's any issue that comes up later and someone says, oh, I didn't know I couldn't uh, add these uh, profanity-laced comments to your site. You know, if you, if that's something that you don't want on your site, you can add that to your terms and conditions saying that that's not permitted. The third thing you want to have is a privacy policy. Again, I don't think people really go onto your site to read that, but it's good to have because you just never know. And you do want to protect yourself again by letting readers know what you plan or don't plan to do with their information. A lot of people are really concerned now about um, going on certain websites that they're not familiar with because they don't want to have their personal information, you know, sold to third parties or just used in a way that is inappropriate. So you definitely want to have a privacy policy to, you know, be transparent to let them know what you plan to do with their information and to kind of calm their fears if you really don't plan on doing anything with it. Let them know that. Fourth thing you want to have, and it's not something that you have to have on day one, but something that you want to think about adding to your header is a logo. So branding, that could be a lesson of its own because it's such an important part of your blog. But you do want to think about your brand colors. Um, think about your voice. What voice do you want to have? Do you want to have a serious voice? Is your blog about you know very serious, somber content? Or is it fun? Is it light and happy? You want that to be reflected in your branding colors, in your fonts, and in the voice that you use. So you want to really put a lot of thought into the way you want your readers to feel when they're on your site and the way they want and the way you want them to respond to you when they're on your site. So it's something that really takes a lot of consideration. You can change all that later, but it's, I mean, that's great if you can actually pick, you know, all of this in the beginning and then remain consistent with it throughout. I think it'll be easier for you to grow your brand because people will recognize you just like people recognize, you know, if I have a soda can that's red and it's got, you know, uh, blue and white swirls on it. If it's blue and it's got red and white swirls on it, you know, maybe it's a Pepsi or something. You want people to know that that might be your blog because it looks familiar. You know, it's got something to it that lets people know that that's you. So think about it. Think of your, you know, blog name in the same way. Think of your colors, maybe the fonts and the voice that you want to use throughout your site and your marketing materials. Okay. And if you aren't a designer and you can't create your own logo, that's not something that I can really do well. Um, you can hire someone to do it on a website like Upwork or Fiverr, or you can try it 
yourself with uh, a software like Canva or the website Placeit because they both give you templates that you can start with and then customize it to your own, you know, with your own business name. So it gives you a head start. So you might want to try that yourself. So a logo is something else you may want to add to your site at some point. And the next thing is a picture of yourself. So remember that about me page. You want to take a nice photo of yourself. Um, you can take it with your own camera if you set a timer. Um, you don't want it to look necessarily like a selfie, but you can see your arm extended, you know. But you know, if you have a timer on your phone and you want to sit it down and then pose, that's fine. You don't have to spend a ton of money on professional photographers for your blog when you're starting out. Uh, no. Don't worry about that. And for any of these things, you know, don't let it keep you from starting. You know what I mean? If you're not good with logos, don't say, you know, uh, I can't think of a logo. So maybe I'll just start my blog later. No, don't wait. Still get up and running. Start writing content. Think about the logo, like kind of in between, you know, finishing blog posts. That's not something you want to allow you to create a huge roadblock for you still start the content, still plan on launching that blog. Don't let any of this stuff stop you. It doesn't have to be in place on day one. Okay. Next thing would be a contact page. You definitely want to have information on your site that lets people know how they can reach you either by phone, email, uh, something. If you've got a brick or mortar store, of course, put your address, maybe a, a little um, Google maps or something there so people can find you but you definitely want people to be able to contact you and not just to sign up to your site or to subscribe, but just to be able to email you or call you or something like that. So definitely have a contact page. The seventh page is a resources page. So again, you don't need this on day one, but as you are getting more involved with your website and your blog, you'll notice that there are certain tools and services that you use that you really love and that really make your job and life a lot easier. And it's nice to have a resources page where you can share these things that have helped you progress with your readers. And if it's something that you really do use and something that you really do like, and you're recommending that product or service to other people, why not try to sign up as an affiliate and then use your resources page to list the things that you really like and would you know recommend to people and then also become a partner with them so that you're referring them. And then on the back end, you're receiving something at no additional cost at all to the person that's reading. So it's a win-win. Everybody benefits. They get um, information about and access to a great tool or resource, and you get a little bit of change on the other end. Okay. Number eight, social share buttons. You want to have a way for your readers to share your blog on social media, for sure. Um, you know, you can add, I think with most um, platforms, you can, you know, choose which um, icons you put on there. If you want to just do Twitter and LinkedIn or Pinterest and Instagram, you can do that. But definitely leave something there. Give people a chance to share your, your work with other people. Um, it'll spread the word faster and you'll maybe gain more readers and subscribers to your site. And then, uh, well, I guess along the same line, the last one, number nine, is a comments box. So if you're hosting the platform yourself, 
and you're on wordpress.org, you'll be able to add a comments box. It's not a problem. But if you are on uh, Wix or Squarespace, um, you'll have to see whether you can um, add a comments box and then to figure out how. I used to have a Wix blog and I had a lot of trouble trying to add a comments box. I think there was an app that I had to add and it, it just didn't show up on all the blog posts. But if you don't have a comments box already, or if you're thinking about starting a blog, uh, look into whether or not you can add that on the platform that you're considering. Because a comments because a comments box is good because it allows your readers to interact with you and it helps you build relationships with them. So it's worth it, especially if you haven't started your blog yet. I would suggest that you choose, you know, a platform where you'll be able to add that for your readers. Okay, so these are just nine things that I really think you should have on your blog when you're first starting out. Um, it's part of lesson four. If you're interested in starting a blog, if you're thinking about starting a blog, but you've been putting it off, I would invite you to join the uh, Starter Blog Bootcamp. You can sign up on the website. It's PassiveIncomeGroup360.com forward slash podcast. It's totally free. It's via email. And I'll be walking you through the whole process from you know, the beginning of choosing a niche for your blog to actually launching it. So it should be a lot of fun. And it starts on June 1st. So I invite you to join us. And um, yeah, if you have any questions, feel free to make your uh, leave your comments or questions on the website. There's a form on that same page to do that. Follow the show on your favorite platform. And I hope to see you here next Friday. And until then, I hope that you are healthy, happy, doing well. And yeah, until next time, peace. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please subscribe and look in the description for a link to join fellow listeners online. Until next time, peace.